Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Hallelujah. Go ahead and pray in the spirit. Oh, Barobo Koshena Makasai. Shanda Borikolobo Shena Makandolobo Senamokoshai. Karib Yek, I just heard it in the Holy Ghost. Some of you right now, the Lord said, as you're praying in the spirit. I just heard the Lord say, He said, I'm praying your, He said, I'm changing your prayer language. The Lord's giving, I feel it in us. Go ahead. Go ahead. I see you right now. I see your tongues are changing as you pray in the Spirit. I hear the Lord say, I'm giving you access to new places in the realms of the Spirit. That's going to manifest in your circumstances. Go ahead. Pray in the Spirit till you sense that change and you feel that shift. Go ahead. Pray in the Spirit. Robondo, Nambriki, Sito, Samando, Robosenamo, Shanamatolo, Borematoriabo, Shinamondeso, Boshanda, Nambro, Heshenamo, Sapai, Sanamore, Polobo, Nimbra, Sakarabo, Sendaraboboshai. Something is, I just saw. I just saw walls fall. I saw the foundations of the walls of Satan crumble right now. There's a shift in the heavens right now on your behalf. There's a shift in the earth right now because you're seated and you're reigning and ruling right now. There's a shift on the earth pertaining to your business, pertaining to your house, pertaining to your finances. Right now, I hear the Lord say the word landslide. There's a landslide. There's a shift. In the spirit right now. Go ahead, keep praying. Is Yakarabo Bron Shokonamon Nanamon Sikiye Bogobosai? Hallelujah. Father, I give you the glory. I give you all the honor and the praise right now for your people. I want you to just give a Lord a clap offering right where you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Praise God. Praise God. As I said to you, welcome to the Infinity Center, the place with absolutely no limits. Get ready, we're gonna go somewhere and you're gonna see God move in your life supernaturally. Tonight, I'm speaking to you on something the Lord has really dropped in my spirit for God's people. And it's simply called kingdom thinking. What is the purpose of kingdom thinking? And what is kingdom thinking. I want you to go with me in your Bibles very quickly to a well-known scripture. Go with me please quickly to Matthew 16. Now we're going to read verse 14 to 19. Listen to this now. Jesus is with his disciples and this is six weeks before he was to die. And he asked them an important question. Now let's pick up the story now. And they said unto him, he asked them who he was. His identity was crucial to him. He's about to die. And he wants, them to, and he wants to know if they even know who he is. 
Listen to this now. It says, And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee keys of the kingdom. Now I want you to notice, he didn't say the key to the kingdom. God's kingdom has multiple keys. And there are different keys for different situations. He says, I'll give you the keys. Hallelujah. He said, I'll give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now I want you to notice that when Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, they had been walking with him three years, and in this three-year journey, they saw him turn water into wine. They saw him raise the dead. They saw him walk on water, but yet they were clueless to his identity. They still said that he's a prophet. That was all they knew. They had no revelation. This is powerful. Because you go to church, it doesn't mean you have a revelation. Because you've seen miracles, it doesn't mean that you have revelation. You know why we know that? Because they saw miracles and they had no revelation. Kingdom thinking. What is revelation? I want you to write these things down. What is revelation? Revelation. In fact, you know something? Let me back up. Let me take that back a minute. Let me say this to you. The ability to think is natural. We're not robots. We all have the ability to think. But there are different spheres. But if your mind isn't open to, you cannot engage. So the ability to think is natural because it's the prerequisite of creativity. But listen to this now. But thinking in the realm of the spirit is different because in that dimension, revelation is a sign of spiritual activity. 
in that where there is no revelation in your life, there is no movement. Now, that's why a lot of people have gone so far but can't go any further. Because for you to go further than where you are right now, it's going to take revelation. And if your mind is closed, then it's very clear you can't go any further. Religious people, their minds are like cement, well stirred and well set. Nothing is changing. But when you have a revelation, guess what? There's spiritual activity that surrounds your life. Things are happening in a way that you cannot explain because the natural mind cannot explain revelation. Do you know that revelation is not obvious? You say, why? Because one of the characteristics of revelation is hidden knowledge. It's something that you can't see. It's something you can look at and not realize that you're seeing it. You say, why? It's covered. It's hidden. One of the definitions of the word revelation literally means the removing of the veil. Unless God removes the veil from your eye, you can't see a thing. The disciples saw Jesus, but the veil was still over their eyes. So we understand now that thinking in the realm of the spirit is a sign of spiritual activity. Now listen to this now. Everything pertaining to the kingdom of God and the workings of God has always been by revelation. Please turn your cameras on. I want you to look at me and engage. This is really important. Give me a wave if you're out there. All right, that's good. Hear it again now. Everything pertaining to the kingdom of God and the working and the workings of God has always been by revelation. Now hear this now. What if I said to you that unless somebody in Jesus' inner circle had the revelation of who he was, what if I said to you, without that, without Peter having that revelation, guess what? Jesus wouldn't have been able to go to the cross. You say to me, why? Because he had to, this is powerful, because he had to be revealed before he could die. Oh, that's powerful right there. Let that go sink in your soul. He had to be revealed before he could die. So hear this now. For example, remember I said you everything in the kingdom and the things of God are all by way of revelation. Now hear this now. For example, when the law came, the law was given through a visitation. So the very law, the origin of the law was supernatural. Remember, it was written on stone by the finger of God. Processes now. The origin of the law was supernatural. It was written by the finger of God. Even the law was supernatural. Now, why is it important for you to get that in your spirit, man? Because to Israel, God's 
relationship to Israel was through the law. Powerful. So let's look then at what revelation is. Stay engaged now. Let's go in your spirit, man. So let's look at what revelation is. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29, from the Amplified Bible. Listen to what it says. It's from the Amplified Version. It says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things which are revealed and disclosed belong to us and to our children forever so that we may do all the words of this law. Now hear this now. The secret things belong to God. One of the things that a revelation is known as is a secret. We serve a God who keeps secrets. And until he reveals them, they're not known. Until God reveals something to you, it doesn't belong to you. Until he reveals it to you, it doesn't have, you, you, you don't have it. You, you, I mean, you just can't have it. That's why some of you are trying to do things by faith, but it really can't be by faith. You say, well, how do you know it's not by faith? Because it's not revealed to you. It's what you're simply believing for. So wait for the revelation to come. Then you can have it. So in instances like that, we understand that revelations are known as secrets. And we also understand that revelations are also known as codes. There are codes. Isn't it interesting today? Oh, this is powerful. Jesus is mercy. My God, this is powerful. When you get into the, when you are going to do something on the computers and all of that lot, don't you have a code? Don't you have a secret, not the word, a secret password? A revelation is a code. And that's why there are certain spheres of the supernatural. There are certain realms of wealth you can't go into. You say, why? Until it's revealed to you, you can't access it. So right there, write these things down now. So we understand that revelation is, also, is number one, a secret. Number two, we understand that revelations are also codes. And then listen to this. Number three, guess what? You want to hear number three? Revelation also is permission. I'll read it to you again, just for you to get it again. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things which are revealed and disclosed to us belongs to us and our children. In other words, when God reveals it, he's given permission. You know, a lot of people right now don't have permission. You can have all the faith in the world. But guess what? Until you have permission, it's not given. So faith without permission is illegal. Faith without permission is in vain. 
Faith by revelation is permission to possess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me go a little further. I want you to grab a hold of this now. So do you understand why? When Jesus asked the question, who do you say that I am? He knew. No, I want you to picture this. He knew. None of them knew. You say why? Because it was a secret. So that's why when Peter said, Thou art the Christ, Jesus knew only the Father or the Holy Spirit could reveal it. So that's why Jesus said, Peter, flesh and blood had not revealed this unto you, but my Father, which is where? In heaven. In other words, Peter heard something in the earth that wasn't known in the earth. In other words, Peter was looking at the word that was made flesh. He was looking at Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus was a secret until his father chose to reveal him. And then you know what the scripture goes on to say after that? It says, after that, that Jesus went towards Jerusalem. You say, you say, why? Because when the revelation was given of who he was, he knew he had permission to go. Hallelujah. Another scripture that relates to a revelation. Also, revelations are also known as mysteries. Things that's hard to be comprehended by the natural mind. Hear this now. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Surely the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret plan of judgments to come to his servants, the prophets. Prophets are people of secrets. Apostles are people of secrets. That's why the church is built upon the foundation of the apostle and the prophets. So that, my God of mercy. So that means in the church, when there's no apostles or prophets, guess what? There's no secrets. There's no secrets. That's why you don't hear anything new. You say, why? Nothing new is being disclosed. So when the church shut down here in apostles and prophets, guess what? You threw out the mysteries of God and the revelation of God. Okay, listen to this now. Listen to this now. Revelation is concealed knowledge. Now listen to this now. Let me just show you how powerful this now. When I say to you, revelation is concealed knowledge. And with revelation, only God can reveal it. You can discover something by study. But revelation is not by study. Revelation takes God himself to reveal it. Listen to this, what the scripture says. Proverbs 25, verse 2 from the Amplified Bible. Stay engaged, people. Stay engaged. Follow me in the Holy Ghost. Because you know what the Lord just told me? You know what you're going to get from this teaching? You're going to get permission. 
That's why your warfare has been fierce. You say, why? Because the enemy sees you have no permission because you have no revelation. Listen to this now. Listen to this because let it go deep in your spirit, man, please. Proverbs 25, 2 from the Amplified Bible. It says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. But the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Hear what it says at the top of the verse. It's the glory of God to what? Conceal a matter. So no matter what you want to know, no matter how much you want to know, if God don't reveal it, you're not going to know it. Listen to this now. Oh! Oh my God. Oh, I had a revelation like that. I can't even tell you. It's mind-blowing. Listen to this now. Daniel chapter 2 verse 22. Listen to this now. About revelation now. Daniel 2 verse 22 from the Amplified Bible. Here what it says now. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. What, what is revelation? It's profound and it's hidden. It is he who, re who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Now hear me. That's why the devil hates dreams. By the way, I don't know if you know it or not, but I wrote a book a few years ago. I wrote a book on dreams. It's a simple book that will open up your understanding to dreams. Do you know why? Because one of the ways that revelation comes is through dreams. And in the last days, one of the characteristics of end time revelation, the Bible says that God's going to speak through dreams. If you don't have that, I want you to really get online and ask for my, for my book on dreams. It's really going to open your eyes. Listen to what it says. I'm going to read to you one more time. Daniel 2.22. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Now let me just show you how powerful a revelation is. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4 and 5. Listen to this now. Amplified Bible. Hear this now. By referring to this, when you read it, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Hear this now. Which in other generations was not disclosed. When something is not disclosed, it means it's concealed. That's why there's certain things you can't know. Because you're not supposed to know. What if I said to you, you're not supposed to know till you know. Because when you know, it's because God has revealed it. Now, hear it again. I'm going to read to you again. By referring to this, when you read it, you understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which is in, hear this now, in other generations. What if I said to you, God is revealing things now that was not known before. God is revealing things to us that the prophets never knew. God is revealing things to us now. The apostles of the early church did not know. You say, why? Because it was not revealed. The nearer we come to the coming of Christ, the greater revelation has to be. Now hear this now. 
not disclosed to mankind. But now hear this now. As it is now being revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Holy Spirit. My Lord of mercy, you can't get it any clearer than that. That to me is profound. Now hear this now. Please write these things down. Now when revelation, I want you to say the word revelation. Say, say it right where you are. Say it again. Revelation. Say it one more time. Revelation. Listen to this now. Let this go deep in your spirit now. When revelation is revealed, it activates people, places, and things. In other words, revelation is a noun. It activates God in you and you in God. It activates the place of your assignment. And it activates things. That's why when you go certain places, people, oh my God. Why do you think you've gone certain places and people who've never seen you before all of a sudden say, I think I know you from somewhere. Something is activated. They're activated by revelation. That's why, that's why certain things can't happen without a revelation. Are you hearing me? Let it go in your spirit, man. Hear it again. When revelation is revealed, it activates people, places, and things. Everything about the kingdom of God and the church is by revelation. Now listen to this now. Kingdom access is by revelation because revelation is permission. Revelation is permission for what? For you to have the keys of the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom are given and they're used by revelation. That's why when you say you know how to do a thing, you have a key. And only you can work it. It's a revelation to you. That's why if I try to work what's revealed to you, it can't work for me. You know why? It's not my revelation. So if it's not, oh my God. So it's not my revelation, but it means it's not my key. So hear it again now. Kingdom access is by revelation. Revelation is permission. Listen to this now. So then, revelation is the activity around your faith. Now listen to this. This is profound. Get ready because it's going to make your spirit leap. What then is the purpose of faith? Bearing in mind, Nobody can enter the kingdom or live in the kingdom without revelation. You say, why? Because revelation is the intelligentsia of the kingdom. You can't live in the kingdom with a natural mindset. That's why a natural man can't live there. Now hear this, because to me this is profound. So then revelation is the activity around your faith. That's why education can't work faith. You say, why? Because education is not a revelation. 
That's what I just heard it. That's why some of you, when the Lord called you into ministry, you're trying to do ministry using natural knowledge. Can't do it. You say, why? See, in the world, you didn't know spiritual warfare. Your education don't know spiritual warfare. But when you're doing anything related to the kingdom of God, you're going to have warfare. And the only thing that counteracts spiritual warfare is a revelation. So the quicker you trade your education for revelation, you're going to function in the supernatural. Now, listeners, I'm going to ask you this question. And then I'm going to pray for you. I want you to listen to this real good. What is the purpose then for faith? Now that you're in the kingdom, what is the purpose of faith? Are you ready for a breakthrough? Come on, I want to hear you. Give me a wave. Look at, I want you to get, get your cameras to look at me. Look at me, please. Listen to this now. I'm going to answer that question right now. What is the purpose of faith? I'm about to tell you. Hang on to your seat. The purpose of faith is for you to be able to trade, to trade with heaven. You now have, you learn through faith how to bring the unseen into the seen. So in other words, revelation is permission, but faith is currency. And you can't use the currency of faith without revelation. So until you have revelation, you can't trade. Do you have revelation? I'm going to say it to you again. Do you have revelation? You can't trade. I'm going to say it to, to, to just going into your spirit, man. Don't, just let it go into your spirit, man. Do you have revelation? You cannot trade. You're still in the natural. The purpose of faith. Faith is supernatural because it's the substance of what things hope for. Faith is the substance of the supernatural. It's the substance. Without that, you can't trade. Any exchange from heaven to earth that is outside of faith is illegal. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God, of mercy. I want you to lift your hands up right now. Lift your hands up right now. And I want you to pray in the Spirit. Now you say, why do we pray in the Spirit? The reason why we pray in the Spirit is because it bypasses the natural mind. And everything that you don't know is in the Spirit. So that's why we pray in the Spirit, because when you pray in the Spirit, you access hidden knowledge. And when you pray in the Spirit also, it can provoke God to reveal a thing. Lift your hands up right now. Let's pray in the Spirit. Oh, Go ahead, pray in the Spirit. Remember the word of the Lord the Lord gave me earlier while you were praying in the Spirit is that your tongues are going to change and you're going to have new access into secret places that you've never walked in before. Oh, Sando, Shando, Ro, no more Hey, hey, hey. 
risi kiniamon seken amon shekranso sharamaro no no mone seken de ninalolomo shekoronso ba Go ahead, press further. Go ahead, press further, press further, press further. You're going to pray past where you've been to go to somewhere present in God. Rabando, shamando, libo, rimondo. There you go, your faith is stirring up. See, when you pray in the spirit, you're stirring spiritual activity. Things are moving. You say, how do you know things are moving? When, when something moves in your spirit, something moves in your life. Ramando, shalamando, rekenso, lalamo, shekeramandai. Yes, Father, I declare your kingdom comes. We are seated, and from that place, we declare your reign, your rule in our finances, in our marriages, in our homes, in our businesses, in our ministries, in our church. We declare that your kingdom has come, and we rule and reign. We declare the devil is defeated, and we are in charge, and we enforce the victory of Christ in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Right where you are, give him praise. Give him glory. Go ahead. You can do better than that. Give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. We'll give you a clap offering. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I declare now by the spirit of prophecy and revelation that as you pray in the spirit, the Lord has just given you new territories, new avenues of revenues, new, a, new yeah, a new economy is coming to you right now. A new economy. The kingdom of God operates on revelation. So does the economy of God. And when God shows you how to do a thing, it's because you can have a thing. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much for joining us all across the nations. We thank the Lord for you tuning in to the Infinity Center, the place where there's no limits on you and there's certainly none on God. As you know, our goal is to be able to start a school of the supernatural. We're wanting, we're wanting to reach a thousand people or more. That's what we want to start with, but it's only possible if you spread the word about the Infinity Center every Tuesday, unless we said you were changing the day. But I want you to really help us get the word out every Tuesday, every Tuesday. And I've got some news also today that you'll be happy to hear. From the 22nd of March, I am going to be counseling ministers. If you are a five-fold ministry gift or you're in church leadership, I'm going to extend the government of God in our life, in this ministry, to you. I'm going to be able to counsel you by way of Zoom. You're going to see me. It's going to be interactive. All the details will be up on the screen in a week or so. So stay in touch. But now, something is really important now. I want you right now to now give into the kingdom of God. This ministry this center is only possible as long as the doors are open. As long as you give, the doors are open. And we want you right now to sow your seed. And watch, I just heard the Lord say, sow your seed and watch God open your streams. I say it again, sow your seeds and watch God 
open your streams. In Jesus' name. As you know, you can give by cash app. You can text to give. Or when we come offline, you can go online and sow. But people remember, it is your seed that makes this center possible. I want to pray for you right now. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, you put that word in my mouth and I obey you. The revelation is going to open up streams. Different resources that weren't open before are going to open. I hear the Lord say some of them is going to open suddenly. Suddenly. But it's going to be determined by how much you sow. Put pressure right now. Put pressure right now with your seed. So with force. There's only one person who does not want you to give, and we know it's not God. Because he himself tells you to give. It's his word. God bless you right now as you sow online. Father, I bless your people as they obey you. Bless them. Open doors that no man can shut. Give them favor and access to the secret places. In the name of Jesus, stamp favor on their life. In a new way, I pray. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I release you to give. I release you to give. I release you to give. All the details are there. You can text to give. You can give by cash up. When we come off, go online and sell. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. I need you now to recruit more people to the Infinity Center. Tell everybody you know, and we're looking for more people to join us. When you, just like how you get this word and you get touched, they too will be touched and changed. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.